Touche, and good evening, everyone. This is John Lasher from Partners in Health, Sierra Leone. Today is Thursday, April 30th. There were eight new confirmed coronavirus cases today in Sierra Leone, bringing the total number of cases up to 124 in the country. Today on the audio update, I'm joined with Douglas Miller, who is our infrastructure manager. Doug is normally in Kono, although he has been splitting his time between Kono and Freetown over the last six months or so, um, but now he's based in Freetown helping RSLAF, the military, and MSF get a community care center for symptomat asymptomatic and mild cases of coronavirus um, built. So, Doug, thank you for joining us on the audio update. Can you talk a little bit about the current projects you're working on? Yeah, thank you, John. Happy to be here. Yeah, the current projects we have going on right now as related to, to COVID-19. Uh, so as you just mentioned, we're working on getting a uh, CCC, Community Care Center, in Hastings, uh, set up with RSLAF and also with support from MSF. Uh, so partners in health, uh, our scope of work is mostly... Um, controlled to the the site work so we had a lot of uh, site leveling it's a very um, steep hilled site uh, so trying to provide some flat surfaces where we can install concrete slabs and get uh, triage uh, donning and doffing areas um, patient kind of outdoor recreation areas where the the patients can you know as you mentioned these are the ones the patients that are going to be either asymptomatic or in pretty good health so we want to be able to provide a, an outdoor space for them to kind of sit outside and not just be stuck in bed all day. Um, so we're yeah working towards that as well as uh, a perimeter uh, fence around the, the entire um, clinical clinical part of the facility. Uh, should hopefully be completing that one in the next uh, two to three days. Can you talk a little bit about what actually is going to happen inside this community care center and how big it's going to be? Yeah, absolutely. So it's right now the community care center um, is made up of six existing buildings. Uh, so these buildings have be, are being used or have in the past been used um, at the Peace Mission Training Center for um, soldiers that are going through training uh, for the UN ops uh, or the UN peacekeeping, peacekeeping uh, missions. Um, so we're taking over the six male, or I'm sorry, the six female soldier um, barracks and converting them into uh, what will be patient wards. Uh, so from the six buildings, we'll get a total of 120 beds. Um, we're gonna separate those into um, two separate or two different areas. Uh, so we'll have uh, four buildings dedicated to patients as they come in. And then as you progress through the recovery, um, they're going to dedicate the last two buildings um, to patients that are just about to be um, discharged, so the ones that are in um, really good health or have had one negative test so far and just kind of waiting to be, uh, to be sent home and to be approved for that. So these community care centers are being constructed specifically because there's not enough bed space for all of the patients who are testing positive but are not seriously ill. So... It's 120 beds, but most of the people who are going to be here are not very sick. Is that your understanding? Yeah, exactly. Either either maybe showing very mild symptoms or no symptoms at all. But 
uh, part of the Sierra Leone government's initiative is to uh, not have anyone that is positive with coronavirus uh, be at home. So uh, this will be a facility for those types of patients. And when will it open? Well, our work should be done uh, Sunday uh, of this week, so in three days. MSF, I believe their, their work is planned to be completed by the end of next week, um, hopefully around Friday. Uh, then the government is going to bring in uh, the staff that will be um, providing care at these facilities and going through uh, different trainings, um, as well as you know procuring and setting up the, the beds, um, tents like that. Um, so I, I think the, the goal is, is within two weeks from today to have this place up and running and, and seeing patients. During the Ebola outbreak, we also had community care centers. Is this structure designed based on any of the Ebola work that happened, or is it completely uh, reworked for COVID? I think it's taking a little bit of, of both. Uh, so some lessons learned and best practices from the Ebola times, as well as implementing maybe some new um, strategies for coronavirus specifically. So for instance, we're gonna be, um, you know, we're gonna be building a perimeter fence surrounding the entire uh, clinical, part, clinical portion of the campus, but we're also gonna be um, you know, building a, a secondary fence that will uh, differentiate between the clinical areas and the non-clinical areas um, as far as when the PPE is required. Um, so we are going to have points where the clinicians or the clinical staff will be able to check in on the patients without having to go into um, the full PPE area. And I think a lot of that is lessons learned from, from Ebola. Can you talk a little bit about other infrastructure projects that your team has had to take on because of COVID? Yeah, absolutely. So right now in, in Kona, we're also working to do some um, modifications to the existing isolation ward on campus. Uh, so th the big things that we're doing to make this into a more COVID-friendly um, place are to open up the building a little bit more so to add doorways um, into kind of the ends of the the corridors that um, provide access into the patient rooms uh, so that'll allow us to have uh, more of a or I guess a better patient and staff flow uh, it'll also allow us uh, especially through the addition of um, hard physical barriers between um, spaces to uh, provide a really good separation between, you know, the green zones and the red zones. Um, so we don't get any kind of, um, I guess, contamination into um, what are supposed to be the, the safe areas. Um, we're also going to be adding a, a perimeter fence around uh, the, the building to separate it from the rest of the hospital campus. Uh, and then also we're right now kind of in the, the conceptual stages of um, performing or, or doing some work at a technical university in Kono, in the Kono district, uh, to provide the Kono district's uh, CCC. So I think we're, we're still kind of in the, the beginning stages of working with the DHMT to um, kind of gain permission from the owners of that property to, to officially use it and designate it as the, the Kono CCC. Uh, but also try and figure out exactly what scope of work is needed to make this a safe place for the staff and for the patients. And how's the infrastructure team doing? Are they still able to work on some of the commitments we've made before coronavirus and 
generally? How are they holding up? Yeah, I think everyone's everyone's holding up pretty pretty well. I think you know when we went through the initial three day lockdown, we had to put you know kind of pump the brakes on a lot of the work that we had going on, especially because we didn't really know what was going to happen after the three day lockdown. Was it going to be extended? I know there are a lot of people thinking that uh, it would be pushed to a two week lockdown. Um, so we did have to suspend a little bit of work, uh, most of which has has picked back up, which is nice. Uh, we do have some projects going on that that never stopped, uh, like the the work at at KGH for the the special paper care unit uh, that we're trying to open up for uh, at the maternity ward. Uh, so we have a, a contractor that um, was able to kind of to keep pushing through uh, on that one. Um, yeah, I think you know there, there's definitely concerns amongst the team members, and I think you you see this all across across PAH. Uh, you know, people that have concerns or their family members have concerns about uh, them being staff that are working full time at, at a hospital. And obviously hospitals at this point are one of the more um, suspect or dangerous or not maybe not dangerous, but the more uh, one of the places that you're more likely to contract coronavirus because, um, you know, that's that is where sick people go to, to seek care. Uh, so we have had some staff members that have have voiced uh, concerns about, you know, being full time in a hospital still. Uh, and their 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 family members have have also voiced uh, concerns, but um, you know I think I think it's just you know we just have to follow the the practices that our wonderful clinical team has has put in place to keep everyone as as safe as possible. But you know we still have to have to be there every day and still have to you know keep the generators running and the the water flowing for the patients. What's keeping you motivated? Yeah, definitely the 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 people of, of Sierra Leone and and staying with with them throughout this difficult time. Um, I know we were, we were given the, the option as expats to leave as uh, with, through like a, um, an optional evacuation. Um, for me, it's, you know, we're PIH and, you know, as, as our um, kind of tagline goes, we, we stay. And when the times get tough, we don't, we don't flee, we don't run back home, but we stay to make sure that our our jobs continue and the work continues and the people that need the healthcare are still able to receive healthcare. Um, so for me, it's, it's, it's just been about, you know, keeping, keeping through with the mission that um, we set out to do. Thanks, Doug. And thanks to the whole infrastructure team. Yeah. Thank you, John. And yeah, keep doing what you're doing. We, everyone really likes the, the audio updates and it's a yeah, great way to stay involved with different teams, especially as, you know, we're kind of forced into uh, staying a bit more isolated. Um, so a nice way to kind of hear what everyone else is up to without having to come within droplet distance. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll keep making them. Thanks, Doug. Yeah, you're welcome.